Welcome back to the Two Siblings Talking Podcast with the Irrelevant Evening News. I'm your host, Bakari Kamal. And I'm Dara. Welcome back. Sounds like we finally got started. It sounds like renewal. It sounds like refresh. And hopefully it sounds like better audio quality a little bit. This is actually the first podcast episode that we're shooting together in the same location. It's so exciting. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm actually very excited. I'm glad we uh, got started. Well, I, let me say this. Let me say this. I'm glad we we got started today, but I'm also glad we got started, period, because we haven't recorded a podcast in a while, so I'm happy to be back and talk about things and um, more importantly, I think it's going to be so fun to introduce some of the new changes that we have. But before we get to that, how have you been? Like, what have you been doing? It's summertime shy. We feeling it. Like, what's going on? Life is crazy. I'm a father now. Mm-hmm. You know, we running the business mm-hmm. full time. Mm-hmm. Um, just enjoying life. Trying to make it happen. Yeah. The world is crazy, so. It is. A lot has changed. Um, what about you? I'm loving it. I'm I'm back in Chicago now, which is why we're in the same place. <laughs> and also, I am having a good time. I'm enjoying the summer, and I'm enjoying my family, and I'm enjoying um, being back home. It's a little bit of my um, homecoming celebration. Is that foreshadowing for later in the episode? I think so. I think so. Okay, let's do it. Let's dive right in. Let's get right into it. All right. So it's time for the irrelevant evening news. So as I talked about earlier, we do have a couple small format changes this season. And so you'll notice, I'm sure you already do, that the irrelevant evening news show is going to be a bit shorter. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit shorter bite-sized pieces of some irrelevant news and maybe some a little bit relevant news but we aren't going to dwell on it we're going to keep it light and fun and it'll just be something quick and easy to get your week started so we have something really fun that's a little bit more extended in depth and gets into some of the other topics that we touched on in our previous season so stick around and figure out what that is later in the week So for now, let's do the Irrelevant Evening News. Let's do it. So the first topic that we're going to talk about this week, it actually, I'm not going to lie. I thought it was going to be like something that we just briefly touched on and was kind of funny, but I'm a little upset about it, Bakari. Ask me why. Why? <laughs> you know, that was a good old Baptist callback. I'm I'm upset because it could have been me, huh? Hmm. Let me talk about the Mega Millions. It could have been me. Okay, so this week, the Mega Millions got up to $1.28 billion. I heard about this, and actually, I heard a lot of people... Put they bid in. Did you put your bid in? I think the... Did you... I don't do the lottery. Oh, why? I don't do the lottery. Why do you not do the lottery? I feel like it's not for me. I just... 
It's not for most people. That's why it's the lottery. I felt like nobody really wins. That's kind of the whole concept. <laughs> do you not think it's like... Did you do the lottery? I did this time. Did I, you you win? know, well, first of all, first of all, first of all, you win that kind of money. You don't tell people. But no, I'm kidding. Huh? I'm kidding. I did not, of course, win the lottery, unfortunately. But this is why I'm mad, Bakari. Do you want to know why I'm mad? I'm listening. Someone in Illinois won the freaking lottery. I heard. I heard they was in like Des Plains. In Des Plains, there was a single ticket winner that won the whole shebang. I know people looking for them right now. I hope I know one of those people who won. And I believe there was 26 people or something like that who won a million dollars from having like five of the six numbers or something like that. Uh, So yeah, those people also won big uh, this past week. And so if any of those people are my relatives... I love you. And I want to say that now is the time for us to reconnect and to really become one as a family unit. And don't don't let life separate us. Okay, you have to be stopped. (laughs) You have to be stopped. Here's the thing. I heard I heard that the take home from that one point two plus billion. Yes. Looks something like five hundred million. Actually, or less. I think it came out to be over seven hundred million dollars, but 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 let's not talk about five hundred million dollars like it's a ripoff. Because I think a lot of people are acting like <laughs> you only get five hundred million dollars, even if that's the number. Do you have five hundred million? I want one million. You said for listen. <sighs> it's it, listen, listen. Listen, I don't have it and I want it. And I'm just saying if I saw somebody on the street, I might tussle for it. That's all. I'm about to, not about to deal with you today. <laughs> but anyway, so that was the Mega Millions. It's crazy. That was the second largest pot in the American lottery history, I think. Um, and which is really interesting to see how it's probably only going to get bigger and bigger over time. But I also thought it was really... Um, Fun and it was a cool moment for everybody to, I think, get a little happy and hopeful and excited. And even if we all knew we were not gonna win, I don't like to rain on people's parade, Bakari. Well, congratulations to whoever you are that won, and you should move. <laughs> yeah, congratulations to you. Also, I will put my number in the show notes just in case you would like to text me and bless me. Also, my cash app. Thanks. All right, so next topic let's talk a little bit about oh my god Bakari you actually sent me this topic Mm, I know what this is let's go I am I'm actually coining this Bishop Big Bucks Bakari tell me a little bit about Bishop Big Bucks Bishop Big Bucks (laughs) check it out I'm scrolling through IG yeah and I see a rapper but it turns out it's not a rapper. It's Bishop Big Bucks. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! There's a there was a compilation video. I'm sure you all have seen it by now. And I'm talking chains. I'm talking Bentley. I'm talking money. Mm-hmm. With the with the lady on the side. Mm-hmm. Paint the picture for me. Look, when you say like wh- how like how were they dressed? What 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 would you say? Okay, so first of all, you know you gotta have the jeans with the rips in them. Oh. 
a pastor? This is a bishop? Yeah, this is okay. bishop. He oh, makes so sure. he's like non-denominational or something. I don't know. Certified merch. Okay, got it. So he, you know he got the, the kicks on. The Jays. Okay. The Tims. You know we from the East Coast. Okay. The Butters. Sounds reasonable so far. Skr- butters. <laughs> now we, what got me was the, was the jewelry. Because I've never, I've never seen a bishop. What kind of jewelry did he have on Bakari? More chains than these rappers from Chicago. What? More? I mean, it was at least, he had to be wearing $100,000 worth of jewelry. The reports say, some reports say up to $1 million worth of jewelry. And do you know why we know that? Because the bishop was robbed. In church. Not in church. So let's talk a little bit about the whole story. So, I I mean, I feel like most people have heard about it now. Um, and, and I think a lot of other people have talked about it already at this point. But essentially, the bishop, he was in church on a live stream, actually, like most churches are these days, and was, like, robbed by, I think, four armed gunmen, which I'm sure was super scary um, and all that. So that's cool. But... Since then, a lot has developed. I just want to say the first headline that I saw was that um, a church was robbed and $400,000 worth of things were taken. And so initially I'm thinking to myself, like, do you mean $400,000 like of tithe money or something like that? Right, right. And then I was like, no, no, that's, that, that, that headline was correct. $400,000 thousand dollars of merchandise was taken and so i'm like what who had what is what all how did someone get out of there with that much stuff well it turns out it wasn't that much stuff the bishop was loaded in designer clothing and fancy jewelry that was stolen from him bakari how what does a bishop do to get that amount of money so i saw a press conference mm-hmm. just yesterday mm-hmm. bishop whitehead he went up and said he is not on the church's payroll. Oh. He says he encourages all of the congregation mm-hmm. to make sure they have multiple streams of income. Ooh, we love a seven streams of income type of pastor. So tell me more. I mean, I also heard mm-hmm. that he provides real estate classes. Oh and, my God, for and, free, and right? coaching. Doubt it. Oh, what? Some coaching. I'm shocked. I've seen him promote this in the same videos that we were just referencing. Yeah. So maybe one of his seven streams of income is where he acquired mm-hmm. the revenue and the income to get all of this million dollar worth of jewelry. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that all of the money from tithes and offering. Is going back into the church. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to know what I said when Bakari sent me this article? I said, oh, we're definitely going to talk about this on the podcast because I'm sure it's going to get juicy. And sure enough, it got even better. So apparently this pastor is a scammer. He's, he's like being sued for fraud right now. So tell me more about like what are the allegations? The allegations, I believe, are something about a retirement fund. I think he he's alleged to scam like ninety thousand dollars 
out of innocent people. I mean, I, I would love to like look into it a little bit more, but it sounds like all around this past year, she's involved in some shady dealings. But I guess my question is, are we surprised? Hmm. I I mean, I saw a guy smoking blunts through his nose on Twitter earlier today. I'm sorry, what? He was smoking blunts through his nose. He had two blunts in his nose, two blunts in his ears. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, there's nothing that's surprising me right now on the internet. So this is just another walk in the park. When you open up Twitter, you never know. You never know what you're going to say. Oh my Lord. You know what? I'm going to find the video. That was even better than what I expected. So you know what? Let's just, let's just. Okay. You know what? I'll just wrap this up by saying that um, I really do feel bad. Like if this was a true, tried and true robbery and invasion into a church first of all I want to say I can't imagine how the people who were in that church felt because it's crazy in America right now and you never know what someone's doing or why and and if you're going to make it home so I, I feel really bad for them and I want to pray for them and any um, trauma that they're experiencing I hope they can like work through that in a healthy way for sure on the other hand I also want to say that let this be hopefully a lesson to all pastors in the hood not to wear a million dollars worth of jewelry so that it has no way of getting stolen so that that would be my advice all right so speaking of um spending money a lot of money in front of people who don't have it. Uh, let's talk about the elephant in the room. It's a recession, Bakari. It is a recession, officially documented as of last week. But is it a recession? What are your thoughts? Okay, so let's talk. So what we're going to discuss this week is not even the state of the economy because inflation is crazy like everything is so expensive and people don't have it and um every side of the economy is pressuring the average person in the middle class and it's really bad we get it but what i actually thought was interesting and the topic for the day uh i believe last week the white house press secretary attempted to change the definition of a recession. So previously, two quarters of no growth um, in the nation's GDP was considered a recession, right? Well, last week in the press conference with the White House press secretary, she began to explain that, and I'm not going to like go into who the press secretary is because I'm, I'm really proud of her accomplishments, but I also don't want this to be framed as something that she did because she just works for the White House. Mm -hmm. But essentially, um, her talking point was that um, this is not a recession, even though it fits the definition of a recession traditionally. It, that took, let's back up. Even though it fits the traditional definition of a recession, it's not necessarily a recession because we've seen other areas of growth in our economy. And 
So, you know, is it really a recession? I mean, here's the thing. Everybody in the United States, mm-hmm. probably across the world, mm-hmm. but definitely in the United States, feels the pressure of what's going on in the economy right now. 200%. So, it's a recession. What? Where is Joe Biden at? Like, how do you tell... Oh, well, who knows? Because, in my opinion, they're putting clones of him out there because he looks different in every video that they publish. I, I honestly... I'm not even, like, a conspiracy theorist, but to be honest, it's like, what is happening? I Joe Biden, it's all getting weird. They're starting to try to, like, tell us that it's not a recession when people are literally out here feeling like it's a depression Mm. and you are like no no big deal oh on top of a pandemic on top of a pandemic because the monkeypox is out here and it's getting everybody like what are we gonna do look the last time i seen joe biden he fell off a bike okay i don't even think that was real and then (laughs) then i heard the news about (laughs) monkeypox so i was just done he got COVID. It's a whole thing. Yeah. I mean, the, I think the reality is, yeah, we're in a recession. I'm glad that right now I'm seeing the people in our communities finding creative ways to maintain, as we always do. Yes. Because it is a hot mess. Mm-hmm. And I just can't sign on board with the, is it really a recession conversation? I, mean, I feel like when gas prices are $8 and I'm, Filling up my tank that used to cost $40, $50, now it's $80. we are in a recession. I almost feel like it's a slap in the face to a lot of people. Like, we're not, you know, it's almost like, wow, are you calling us stupid? Or are you insulting our intelligence? We know what life feels like, you know, and when things feel heavy, when when money is not going as far, when you're not able to put as many groceries in the refrigerator, like... There are some things I think that it it's one thing to put a name to it, a recession, and in economic terms or financial terms, but in terms of how people feel and how their everyday lives are impacted, I, I do think it does a disservice not to at least acknowledge the fact that things are really hard right now because then it begins to put pressure on people that... Um, there's nothing wrong and you should just be performing, performing, performing. And I think that's what begins to weigh people down. So anyway, we see you and um, it's hard out here, but even if nobody acknowledges it, you are doing a lot and like we see you. So that matters. We love you cousins. We love you cuz. All right. Well, so that's it. And Now, for probably the most important thing that we could possibly talk about right now, in my opinion. Mm. I know where this is going. Well, as you should. As you should. Because now we're going to do what what we should have done long ago. And that is discuss a a moment in time. The beginning of an era, if you will. A rebirth. Hmm? Mm. Mm. Something fresh. Let's talk Renaissance. Mm. So Beyonce, B7, it came out. And I just want to say, everyone is shook. Everyone is definitely shook. This album has been out. This is act one, right? Correct. Okay, let's let's go. Because this is 
a lot. So Beyonce premiered this this project, um, her seventh studio album, and it is entitled Renaissance Act One. There's a lot of theories about what Act Two and Three will be, but we do know for sure that Act One was an album, a long-awaited studio album. Actually, I shouldn't even say long-awaited because Beyonce has been putting out projects, even mm-hmm. though I don't know why we act like we haven't heard from her in a long time. But obviously, we've had the Carters, we've had um, the Gift, we had Black is King, mm-hmm. so we have gotten music from her, great music from her, Black one of is- my faves. Black is King Deluxe, too. That's correct. And then also we got um, Be Alive. You know, we got um, Black Parade. Mm -hmm. Some of my favorite music Mm -hmm. from her in a long time. Spirit. Then you got that Break My Soul single. Break My Soul single came out. That's right. Um, And that's how she told us about this new album releasing. And... I think everyone's heart dropped. Well, she told us about it, I think, I don't know, two days before Break My Soul came out. And I personally anticipated a good album. I don't think I anticipated a phenomenal album. And to me, this album was a phenom. And what makes the album phenomenal? Wow. So... I'm so full talking about it. The album, let's, first of all, I just want to say that I am but a little girl from the south side of Chicago. And I will say that to the day I die. And to have an album that is rooted in house music is so special to me personally. I, I am so overwhelmed by the um, amount of research she did to pay homage to this side of music that has frankly been um, demonized in black culture as something that is like associated with white people and like drugs and um, just like carelessness. And I think that it is uh, rooted in a lot of our respectability politics why we've gotten away from house music, dance music, um, even funk music. But anyway, point is, I think that this album was such a beautiful rendition of those sounds in a really fun and unique way. And I'm going to say it. You have some hot takes about the album. I have some hot takes about the album. What are we doing? Are we going take for take? Like, what's up? Well... Hey guys, I know you're thinking, what the heck is Star doing in the middle of an episode? Well, this conversation got really, really long and it's super fun and we want you still hear it, of course. So we have made a bonus episode and we'll do that from time to time because we have a lot of random conversations and they're kind of funny. And we know that you guys are sometimes interested in the things we're interested in. So, hey, if you're interested in 20 minutes of the new Beyonce album and you really, really just want to hear our review or maybe you just want to hear some more conversation from us, you'll get a bonus episode. 
So surprise, and we really hope you enjoy it. And if not, then thank you so much for listening to this episode and staying to the end. We love you for that. And um, here's the outro. So see you next week. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week on the Irrelevant News Show. We always are the two siblings talking. I'm Dara. I'm Bakara Kamal. Please follow us on all of our social media um, or you can find us wherever. I mean, I have my individual socials. Bakari has his individual socials. We'll put them all in the description. Mm-hmm. We'd love to chat with you there. And we hope you stick around for more of season two of this crazy, crazy show we call The Irrelevant News Show. It's good to be back. Yeah, really good. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.